Maybe only 10 cents. I know it doesn't sound like much, but charging that extra dime for transit is going to put an added $26 million, $26 million in yearly revenue into the pockets of the TTC. Starting today, Presto fares jump from 3 bucks to 3.10 and it's up to 2.15 from 2.05 for students and seniors. Monthly passes will also cost about $5 more, while weekly passes will be discounted at the end of March. What does this all mean, and is it a good idea to be charging more for public transit when we're trying to get people out of their cars and onto the TTC? Let's welcome in Ben Spur. He is the transportation reporter for the Toronto Star, and he joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Ben, good afternoon. Appreciate the time. Uh, yeah, of course. No problem. Uh, first off, supporters, again, say this is only a dime. It's only 10 cents. But uh, do you think this increase, is it going to hurt those who can least afford it, Ben? Well, yeah, yeah. I think that's always the argument. Of course, um, a lot of people would say that uh, 10 cents is not that much to pay. But there are a lot of people in the city, of course, who for whom that adds up to a pretty significant expense. Um, it's worth noting that the, the fare increase actually even applies to, to the uh, low-income fare pass discount program. So even those people who are, you know, least able to afford transit are uh, going to be hit with a, with an increase. And of course, um, you know, it's people who who can't afford uh, other means of transit who who really del- who really rely on public transit. So you know, this will have a, a negative impact for sure on uh, people who uh, do depend on the TTC. And on top of that, for supporters of public transit, I mean, could the timing be any worse? I mean, we've got a lot of people, a lot of conservatives uh, arguing about the carbon tax today, raising the price of gas by as much as uh, four to five cents. And on that very same day, the TTC raises their price. And uh, really, is that a great move if you're trying to, again, get people out of their cars and onto public transit? Yeah, I mean, it's worth noting that the TTC expects uh, that, that this 10 cent increase will actually drive away about 700,000 potential riders, which is not necessarily what you want um, when uh, the TTC has been, it looks like, struggling to attract uh, more riders. And, and and I think that, um, you know, that's an interesting point. I see a lot of people raising the same thing that uh, the price of gas goes up. But, uh, I mean, we've had a fair increase on the TTC every year since 2011, except for one year, I believe. And, you know, people just seem to come to accept it, whereas, you know, uh, there's a lot of political activism, I guess, around the increased cost of uh, gas. But transit riders, I think a lot of them would say, hey, what? pay some attention to the, the rising cost that we're facing every year. Yeah, and I know the argument, uh, Ben, from the TTC has been that they're underfunded, that they don't get uh, the government to support, uh, the public fund support that uh, many other, uh, you know, transit authorities, if you will, or jurisdictions uh, get comparatively. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's lots of uh, research out there that, that indicates the TTC is uh, very underfunded compared to comparable transit systems. Um, the TTC basically made the decision to increase fares uh, after like the the city uh, government provides the TTC with a subsidy. Uh, if the subsidy is not enough to to make up all of their costs, then the TTC uh, it, the only option it has really is to raise its fares. So um, this is kind of a people I know like to complain about the TTC, but this is a, a city council decision essentially to set the budget for the TTC. So um, you know I think uh, you can look at the the city and and ask uh, I think some reasonable questions about whether or not um, they're funding the TTC at enough levels to to avoid uh, the, these kind of regular increases. Yeah, I'm wondering what your reporting has uh, told you. How has it educated you on this, uh, Ben? Uh, you know, when you look at other uh, cities, I don't know, like Chicago or Boston or something like that, comparative uh, in the U.S., th- does more money into the system, more subsidies, does it uh, result in a better system and more riders, more people using it? 
Uh, it's tough to say. It. I don't have numbers in front of me that that could uh, that I can look to. But um, I, I think just obviously, right? I, I think if you put a lot of money into a system in order to make uh, the, the service better, then you're going to attract more riders, right? I mean, there's certainly some instances right now where we really couldn't fit any more people on the vehicles uh, that the TTC has running. So unless there's some um, way to, to get more streetcars, more buses, more subways out into service, then it's tough to see you know how you could uh, pack more people onto those kind of rush hour trips right because yeah i'm just wondering whether or not it's the experience that has turned uh, people off and if uh, we had further funding uh, more subsidy more dollars would that uh, be a better uh, customer service experience or is it just the fact that uh, you know a lot of people hear the frustration about uh, whether it be the subway or streetcars uh, they're down they're, they're not on time it's a, it's an inconvenience or just I, I guess one follow the other yeah, I think I think it's fair to say that um, you know I, I don't know if, if it would even necessarily if there's a kind of a one-to-one correlation between better funding and and better uh, uh, and higher ridership, but I think it's fair to say that that the service could be better, right? I think the TDC does as good a job they can with the money that they have, but if the, if there were more funds into the system, you would see you know fewer crowded buses, for instance. There's tons of routes across the city where people have to rate, wait several vehicles, you know, to get on um, uh, because they're just too packed. So I think uh, imp- increasing service would certainly uh, alleviate uh, some of those problems. I don't know that that could necessarily mean that the, the ridership would skyrocket, but certainly it wouldn't hurt. Yeah, so I was wondering as well, I mean, does the TTC have a bit of an image problem when it comes to uh, reliability and whether or not you can truly rely on it day in and day out, rely on it? Or is it just a fact that uh, we live in a driving uh, economy, a driving uh, culture, and there's a lot of people that just don't want to get out of their cars? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think um, that, yeah, I think that that's certainly part of it, of course, that, that uh, people, it's very, very hard to change people's uh, travel habits, for sure. Once they kind of buy a car, you're going to you're gonna use that pretty often because that's a, that's a big expense. But um, there's certainly, um, you know, I think the TDC realizes that uh, they, they could uh, provide some better service and hopefully that could attract some, some, uh, uh, some additional riders. I think it's interesting to note, though, too, that um, not all the some of this, uh, like the fare increase will help them hopefully provide some better service. They are planning, I think about a 2% increase in service hours this year, but um, some of the increased costs of the TTC don't go to service at all, right? There are some just rising costs uh, this year uh, with the switch to the Presto system. The TTC has to pay fees to, to the Presto card system, which is owned by the province. There's things like the um, uh, new new contracts with the workers, which would drive up some costs. So just kind of uh, the, the cost of operating the TTC does uh, kind of basically go up every year uh, without any increase. Hmm. So, so that's sometimes what this, this, uh, these fare increases are going to. That people are paying more for a service that is not significantly better, and I think that's why um, you know people get uh, kind of upset about being asked to pay more. Yeah, I mean that's a great point. I mean, uh, who wants to pay more for the the same level or maybe even worse a service? Particularly as you just mentioned, uh, a lot of this uh, price increase isn't really going to bettering the system as much as it is uh, to, to pay for things that. Uh, have to be paid for or uh, salary increases or whatever it may be, uh, you might not necessarily uh, notice or see any sort of difference uh, for for paying more money. And that's not a prescription for getting more people uh, to ride the TTC. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think one of the, the discussions, of course, that we're having right now is about the provincial uh, government perhaps taking over the, the subway system, taking ownership of it, and some advocates for transit are, are kind of uh, making the case that if that's going to happen, then um, the province should uh, start to kick in money for, for the daily operations of the TTC. Um, back in the day, the, the provincial government did used to provide a substantial amount of the subsidy that the that um, is given to the CG, uh, TTC to operate every year. Um, and, uh, you know, I think uh, that idea of, of uh, perhaps the province picking up some of that tab um, would perhaps make this whole conversation about the, the upload a little less contentious because obviously there's lots of concern over um, what the future of the transit system is going to be if the province takes over the subway. Yeah, just uh, finally, Ben, I wanted to ask you, have you seen, because uh, I certainly have, and it just occurred to me as we were talking here about, uh, you know, the image of the TTC and trying to sell the public on it. Uh, have they done any sort of campaign where they would say, uh, you know, if you take, uh, I don't know, the, the GO train in from uh, Oakville, uh, round trip per day, uh, you're going to spend, I don't know, like on average 42 minutes where you spend uh, an hour and 34 minutes if you're, you're in your car. Something tangible like that that might really speak to, to drivers and get people out of their cars? Um, I don't know that they, they've done something as specific as that. I, I think you've seen in the last couple of years, especially under the uh, uh, previous uh, TBC CEO, Andy Byford, a, a kind of focus on a, on making the TTC a more kind of customer-facing organization, as they would say, a bit more emphasis on trying to understand riders' frustration, uh, kind of admitting to, to when mistakes are made, all those kind of things. And I think that... Um, seems to have done something for the TTC's image, uh, kind of improved it to some extent. I think people are always going to be complaining when they get bad service or when the subway goes down and that kind of thing. But I think the TTC um, has, I think it's fair to say, done done a decent job in the last couple of years of, of trying to at least listen to, to customers more and kind of uh, be sympathetic to them. And again, uh, you know, I think uh, that doesn't do much good for you when you're uh, stuck waiting on a platform for a train that's uh, delayed. But, uh, you know, I don't know, that's going to convince drivers to get out of their cars, but um, it makes people who do ride the system a little less frustrated, hopefully. Yeah, Ben Spur, transportation reporter for the Toronto Star. Ben, really appreciate the time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much. Anytime, thank you.